Hello, y'all. Hope you guys are having a very good um, Tuesday. Um, the Patreons, as you know, will get this when it drops, as soon as it's over. Um, um, at, at right now in Legal Massachusetts, about 5.15 p.m., um, the Patreons will get these episodes, these Talking Smack episodes, immediately. And if you want to get these episodes... Um, Again, just join join our $1 a month tier on Patreon and you can get these episodes ASAP as they come out. But the general public will have to wait until Wednesday, 3 a.m. In, in Eastern Standard Time. But the Patreons who pay $1 a month will get it immediately. They'll get it off the bat. And then our, our Friday Talking Smacks, those are only available to Patreons that pay $1 a month. And the general public doesn't get those ones. Um, we have a lot of backlog episodes in, in, in the um, Patreon only. I think we have some like like 60 or so or 50 or so um, Patreon only stuff. And um, you can get access to those right off the bat by just joining for $1 a month. But without further ado, I'm going to get into today's talking smack. And I've been promising to flush this one out. I, When I was on Instagram Live a couple days ago, I, 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 I hinted at this. And when I did our episode about um, one about Carroll County, I believe, in, in Maryland, getting its first um, medical marijuana dispensary and how there, there are lots of cannabis deserts in the sort of east coast because of the way the heavily regulated way and the pricey way that these east coast states outside of maine have regulated medical marijuana they make it so it's so expensive and so heavily regulated so only you know white-backed you know corporations with millions on hand or that have the blessing of hedge funds or whatnot are even able to stand a chance at opening anything you know, but, you know, you could have a much, much different industry like like Maine does where, you know, it's just craft growers. It's craft growers and it's small time growers that run the scene there. Yeah, they have like a like 10 or so dispensaries or something like that. But, you know, you can get much better offerings by going through the caregiver system or going to a small craft grower, you know, and there's a diverse amount of, of, of folks that are that are they're out there doing that sort of thing there. You know, I have a I have a female um, grower that and a female caregiver that I love. She's one of the best dealers I've ever had in my 10 years of using cannabis. She, no, she is. She, she's not one of the best. She is the best. She's the best dealer I've ever had. And she makes products that that um, that would that would cost way more if I were to get it at a legal dispensary in my neck of the woods. She can get me a, a one ounce, one fluid ounce tincture for eighteen bucks shipped. I don't pay any. That's eighteen dollars including the shipping. And then she can get me a two ounce tincture for thirty eight bucks. And sometimes I'll, I'll order edibles and goodies. Then she'll throw like free samples, like she'll throw like a like a um, pain relieving balm that I can rub, 
um she gave me like a puck of like two grams of keef and then that keef lasted me like a month and a half two months you know and then i'll get handwritten notes on how to use the tincture you know like use it use two drops daily or two drops as needed and then titrate for dose and then she'll put from from her name and then i'm, I'm not gonna try to out her on this podcast because um I'm not going to do that, but you don't get that kind of TLC from a big cannabis dealer. And now that Maine is offering reciprocity to a lot of the East Coast, a lot of the East Coast is going to have a wake up call and they're going to see that, you know, that that medical marijuana is poorly run in their neck of the woods and is slanted towards big entities and big interests. And it squeezes out the small craft growers, makes makes it so they don't have the money to even compete. Or in some East Coast states, you have vertical integration where you have to control the process from beginning to end. So you can't source your products from another vendor. You know, you have to own the entire process. And again, this makes it so only rich people can, can play in the game. Only rich white people can play that sort of game. We're connected to lots of money, but um, that's not why we're doing today's talking smack. Um, today's talking smack is about why why you see a lot of states in the South and why you see some states in the Midwest. Um, I mean, I'm not counting Illinois or Michigan, which have just legalized, but I'm and and even some north some north north some north states as well too are can be included in this and i'm gonna the reason why you don't see federal legalization or the reason why you don't see state legislatures across the country just outright doing this as a matter of it being good policy and as a matter of of putting people in a cage for cannabis being a waste of money that can be used towards better sources is because it's because of um Culture war posturing is the over overlying reason, but I'm gonna attribute it to two things. In the United States, you know, the states have a lot of power and they have a lot of autonomy to sort of create their own cultures, to create their own laws, as long as they're not, you know, discriminating against others, and to sort of create, you know, their own sort of their own sort of mini mini uh yeah to create their own sort of mini nation within within one nation so it's like you have 50 different countries within one pretty much is how you have the united states and a lot of states have a have historically have have all 50 states have and the territories have a very historic um have 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 a very rich and unique history you know um you know um you like like let's say um let's include like let's say for example massachusetts my home state you know we're known for being one of the earlier states to to exist um 
we're known for our puritan puritanism which still which still rings true today it's why i mean i can blame it on our crappy cannabis or adult use rollout i can blame you know our puritan roots can be blamed on you know the commissioners like slow rolling cannabis consumption lounges um you know it it can be also pinned on just a lot of things like how you know in boston our biggest city you know compared and compared to other cities you know we're not really a 24-hour city you know you know what i mean we you know stores stores and 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 clubs will close at one sharp and you know the tea the tea is closed around that time too you know you don't have a 24-hour permissive system like new york has because new york was found new york was sort of founded by the dutch and the dutch you know amsterdam you know amsterdam has legal prostitution no legal sex work let me correct myself and legal um tolerated cannabis it's not really legal it's just tolerated but you have caf- cannabis cafes and you have legal sex work for those who want to make for those adults that want to make use of that service but that's kind of where sort of new york new york's permissive sort of 24-hour city mentality sort of comes from you know what i mean that's new york's brand new york city's brand Massachusetts brand is pure puritanism, pure puritanism and, and 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 education. We have a large amount of 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 um, college colleges and higher ed institutions, and you know we have so many good colleges that are available, and you know those 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 influence the politics too. But um, and then you have our neighbors to the north. That's New Hampshire that's titled their slogan is live free or die and the culture there is very um it's very you leave me you leave me in my land alone and i will leave you alone but if you you know if you so much as if you so much as cross the fence to pick up your neighbor to pick up your ball as my next door neighbor i don't know if you're an intruder or not i might i might blow your brains out for my self-protection you know, there's that undercurrent of, of 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 a huge gun culture in New Hampshire. You know, I often like to make the joke, um, and I've made the joke with friends that they're the South of the North. You know, Maine Maine is very rural, and you know, but is very rural as well too, and is very sort of it values its rural and gun culture. But in Maine, you have ballot measures, so like 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 a red state or a purple state like florida you can occasionally or you can often vote for progressive things through the ballot box but like i said new hampshire is very you know you know they as a culture they take guns seriously they take you know being active and exploring the amazing nature and the amazing mountains and views that new hampshire has to offer you know visiting the lakes going on hikes that's a a valued part of the culture. That's a valued part of the state brand, if that makes sense. And 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 having no um, state tax and and keeping taxes low is a huge part of their brand. And like I said, all 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 fifty states have a brand to a varying degree. I just listed off a few states and their sort of mindsets and their brands. But this goes back, but. 
but to bring this back to cannabis like a lot of states are very very threatened and very afraid of, of threatening their brand if you if you catch my drift or voting in politicians that are going to change the brand like i'll give an example i live in massachusetts i live in i live near the border of new hampshire so i've had a lot of new hampshire co-workers and um bosses in my my working life in the past 15 16 years and um what I can say is that, like, I've had a lot of New Hampshire co-workers and a lot of them, like, will make their money in Massachusetts. You, you know what I mean? They'll make their money and, and earn their daily bread so they can afford guns in New Hampshire. But then they'll trash Massachusetts and call Ma and and bash Massachusetts strict gun control or they'll they'll bash Massachusetts um, taxes or whatever or or they'll talk about how massachusetts is so crowded and i i have more house for my money and new hampshire is way better you know and this is a direct slap in the face to their co-workers and 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 in the state which they're making their daily bread from you know what i mean it's like they in addition to to the live free or die mentality another part of their brand you know, it's kind of like an inferiority complex, in my opinion. But a huge part of their brand is that we're not Massachusetts. You know what I mean? Like, um, I listened to this one podcast called Champagne Sharks. And the 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 owner of the podcast or the host of the podcast, the main host, um, T, he's, he's from New York City. He's New York City born and bred and he still lives there. And he's visited Massachusetts and Boston a few times. And, you know, he's he went to Massachusetts for like a wedding or whatever. And he was talking about how, you know, Massachusetts, like, you know, like, or in Boston will bring up, will bash the Yankees, even in, in events that have nothing to do with sports. And I've seen this happen. We do do this. But I, I do feel it's I do feel it's because like we it's because of our inborn rivalry with New York. You know, New York gets the attention for being diverse and permissive and chill and being the 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 um, cultural capital of the United States and world. And we're dwarfed by that, even though we're one state away. You know what I mean? So a lot of us use our hatred for the Yankees as like an anchor for that. For, for the other things we feel you know we can, I, I, I want to say it I want to say not everyone has an inferiority complex but I'm but I, I feel like that under I feel like that underlies what what T the the host was was bringing up when he about what he noticed about Massachusetts but the thing is people states are, are attached to their particular brand and they don't want to vote in politicians that are going to threaten that brand. You know what I mean? Um, like in a lot of these southern states and these midwestern states, their brand is is hunting, or their brand is is um, rugged individualism, not relying on the government for nothing. You know, low taxes or or um, or very lax gun laws. You know, and you, you leave me my land alone, I leave you alone. That's the brand of some of these southern and, and, and um, midwestern states. 
and cannabis would be a direct threat to that brand and let me explain why cannabis as a whole makes people more introspective it makes them less authoritarian and makes them less likely to be divisive and to to see people as different but to look in at the similarities of other people and without this divisiveness and without this we got to protect our brand you know like cannabis sort of cannabis is very good in high doses it's sort of it's sort of killing your ego a little bit and and people and the people that run many of these states that i'm talking about they don't want to see the brand watered down or diluted you know if we let in cannabis and people become less authoritarian and people see that they have more in common with each other despite political leanings then less people are going to vote for conservative republicans that are telling us that cannabis is bad that cannabis leads to bad things and that cannabis is um is 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 um is is, is for liberals and and fish fish uh fans or um grateful deadheads or for social justice warriors or for jews you know pe pe the people that run these states that's what they think and if they allow cannabis then they're letting in the wrong types of people and they're letting in people that are going to dilute the state state's brand and that um and that's thus going to hurt the ego of the state if that makes any sense so i i do feel that a lot of states keep up with prohibition because they not because it's necessarily good policy but because they're attached to the brand of their state and they don't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize the brand of that state you know is why you is why you see um the governor of florida making signing a bill that makes ballot measures harder to the front you know florida there are a number of groups in florida trying to put adult use on the ballot if if, if florida were to go adult use and you know cannabis were to unite you know right-wing trump fans and you know bernie kratz in in, in in florida if they were to see oh we, you know we both like the cannabis and we both you know like healing ourselves and caring about our health we don't have that much we're not that much different our politics may be different but we're not that much different you know we have more alike you know than 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 unalike but the politicians don't want the people and the populace populace seeing it that way you know and that's why they continue to put their thumb on the sale to, to block cannabis reform you know we can't have the wrong people diluting our brand you know and i really feel that's why in in, in a lot of these states you still you have these politicians fighting tooth and nail even though 90 some percent of americans want medical marijuana that's why you see state that's why you see all these southern states fight like hell to block even modest medical marijuana you know what i mean but it's that's the problem it's just all 50 states are invested in their state brand and will will never vote for candidates that are going to threaten that brand you know what i mean people put 
brand over actually effective policies that are going to in the long run help the citizens of the state so we're gonna really have to we're gonna really have to work on those two things like you know um we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to to allay the concerns of the of of people that that fear cannabis is gonna ruin their cool little state or whatever or is gonna turn their state into a bunch of of of, of liberal hippies or whatever i mean we can just say i mean in, in in more southern or more conservative states we can just be like you know cannabis or putting people in jail for cannabis is a waste of taxpayer dollars and because of the waste of taxpayer dollars the arm our, our armed men and women who are cops can't really focus on real crimes they can't focus on on on, on murders or rapes or um or, or property crimes to the same degree that they would be able to if they didn't have to continue arresting people for cannabis so by by making cannabis legal you're freeing up the resources of, of of cops to be able to 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 hunt down and to find the criminals of more serious crimes so that's one angle you can sort of go at it and another angle is um you don't you can get your med i mean cannabis is a medicinal herb that can treat dozens and dozens upon dozens of illnesses and um in order to get cannabis legally in a lot of places you have to get a medical card which entails being on a government tyrannical list you know if if cannabis was legal recreationally in let's say arkansas or it was legal recreationally in florida people can get those medical benefits or, or montana people can get those medical benefits without letting the big the big brother governor government know know that they're patients and without being on some government registry they can get, they can get the medicine they need as they see fit they don't have to talk to a doctor they don't have to be limited to a certain amount or certain forms or whatever they can just go pick up what they need you know put it put it in the form they want whether they buy an ounce of flour you know they 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 um they make it into cannabis oil and then they put it in their um in their dish of choice or whatever you know they they put it in, in they put they 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 marinate they marinate um they, they, they use cannabis oil, they use the cannabis butter they create, they use it to marinate their briskets. I mean, and they can have medicated briskets. Who knows? The, the possibilities are endless. But, I mean, I would just, it would be best to sort of spin it as like, a, this isn't going to threaten the character of Arkansas. Arkansas is still going to be Arkansas. It's still going to be a southern state with southern traditions. But now you're just going to have access to a, a me medical herb where you're not going to have to be on a government list to be on you know what i mean i feel like that's sort of one way we can sort of of, of um reach these sort of holdout states in a way um so yeah i mean that's that's all i've got for this sort of talking smack i hope you got a lot out of it and i hope it helped you
If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade fairs, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.com. Dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous, and those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the, the 10 and above tier, you, you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get, you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials, at, um, on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast, and on Instagram at I Am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.